about two minutes into buzzing my head, she's like, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I've never heard that before. <laughs> what do you mean? You can't do this. Welcome back to the Smart Nonsense Podcast, where we talk about entrepreneurship, self-development, challenging norms. I've, I've cut into the intro, Pop. I got you on a lag. I'm a little worried. I'm a little bit worried, but it's not bad. But you got a fresh cut, so people should go watch this on YouTube. Hey, let me tell you about this. Wow, there's some honeys walking around the pool today. Oh, my. Do- oh, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Can you get it together? I'm sorry. She just turned around. Together? Dude, I need the knocks. Dude, look at Matt. <laughs> you got to get it together. Out out. Uh, dude, here, wait, wait. Can you see the pool? I don't know what you can see. Can it's bright. See it's really, really bright. No, saying. it's not. Uh, no, your Logitech Brio, okay. it's just not calibrating. Well, you can't you just gotta believe me come Honeys. on give me your rant uh hey look at that you see that right there okay let me tell you a story about that and my haircut uh all right it's been a while i've been wearing a hat for the last week or so because i've been holding off on a haircut matt gives me a wreck my last one was abysmal he came in and looked at it and he's like oh that's a bad haircut he couldn't even fake it so matt got a good haircut the other day i'm like matt where'd you go he tells me oh i went to spar spot barber shop a couple blocks away i go there but here's the problem i try to sneak in a little workout because i'm like i got a 12 30 haircut i woke up at about 11 so i'm like let me get a workout in and i'll just grind i get distracted i'm not going super fast so i pump my workout and i finish about 12 15 i hop in the shower real quick run down the street basically and it's like 80 plus degrees in miami right now so i get there and I'm just a fucking frazzled mess. Oh, and yeah. this is my first time at the barbershop. too, I bet. It's not good. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of... And I got the, the lined... The lined... Uh, I don't know. Can't lined show you Lululemon quite. I got my shorts. lined shorts. Right. And that... that My balls get really sweaty. They get really... Sorry, Loxa. Uh, it's, it's just a sweaty pair. Loxa's... And uh, so I get in there. I'm frazzled. I'm sweating. And I'm like, hey, I got a haircut. And she's like, you're right, you do. Do you want anything? They're offering beverages. I'm like, could I have an ice water, please? She's handing me the ice water, but she's taking a little bit. And I'm like, oh, you're with Clara. And Clara is like, I don't know, Venezuelan or something. I didn't know that. But she like goes to be like, oh, hi, you're new here. I'm Clara. And she went out to shake my hand, but I got distracted because the water came at the same time. So I turned for the water and she just got left to dry and she just kept walking and then <laughs> another person there was just laughing and I was like oh no I, I really fucked that one up right out of the gate <laughs> and then I sit down and wait Cloud was like, going to be cutting like, your hair yeah yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah she stuck through it so I'm like hey sorry I, I totally left you hanging there um, but her English wasn't super great but she's like hey what, what do you want for your haircut you know the classic question and I'm like, hey, what do you want for my haircut? And she's like, it doesn't doesn't really work that way. <laughs> like, what do you want? <laughs> like, you're sweaty. No, no, no. You're no, gross. No, Tell what, me what the what fuck you want. You, what, what do you recommend for my haircut? <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, I'm just, I do that everywhere with everything I do. Um, 
But I'm like, well, normally I go down to 0.5 and, uh, and then like just take a little bit off the top. She's like, nah, dog, that's too, that's too low. You got to hit it with a one. I'm like, that's what I wanted. I wanted that from you earlier. But she's lovely. She, she gets ripping. And uh, I'm still sweating bullets. I'm like, does she notice? I'm like fresh out this workout, really hot, really frazzled, really nervous. It's that negative feedback loop where I just start sweating more. And about two minutes into buzzing my head, she's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like I've never heard that before. <laughs> what do you mean you can't do this? She's like, you're sweating too much. <laughs> She's like, normally when people are sweating this much, we have to turn them away. But that never happens, so we've never dealt with this. She's she's like, she has this little um, this little pressure air hose that they use to like clean their uh, clean their machines, whatever, the buzzers. Yeah, she's hitting me with it. She's it's like super high pressure air. She's hitting my head with it because I'm sweating so much, and she's like, it's not doing it. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, sorry, I'm just really hot, and uh, and she's like, we we just gotta wash you down. So she takes me over, she washes my hair, she's like getting the coldest water possible, uh, but wait, really going but wait, at it. But wait, and we come wait. back. If she here's what I've learned taking hot showers: if she washes your head in really cold water, right? So hotness flows from something that's hot to cold so if your head becomes really 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 cold now all the hotness in the air is going to go flow to your head so it's actually going to make the problem right you need to take right really hot so that it's it's leaving from your hot head to the air hey we weren't doing science (laughs) we were just trying to problem solve on the fly and uh we came back it didn't help too much it was a really tough going i felt really bad um but she she fucking made a banger so i'm i'm kind of stoked about that uh, wait so i was gonna tip so, her extra but she she got distracted for a while is this a complete haircut we're looking at <laughs> yeah no i was worried i was worried it, it goes all the way around uh, <laughs> I was worried she was just gonna give up and just take me to the curb and tell me to come back when I'm not sweating like a fucking sumo wrestler. But um, no, stoked, stoked. I had Matt take some photos so I can just show it to the next people, and I won't work out ten minutes beforehand. I'm just imagining the moment that's like, we can't do this. It, no, 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 no. Here's the tougher thing. Imagine this. Her English is really bad, so I don't fully understand her. She's like, uh, you're sweating too much. And I'm like, I know. Uh, what, what's the problem? She's like, it sticks to my clippers. I can't. And I'm like, that sounds like a problem. She's like, we have, we have to wash it. As she's like trying to air hose me. And I'm like, okay. And she starts moving to go get it washed. But I didn't understand, like, I didn't know if she was going to come back with a towel and wipe me down. She's like, she looks at me, she's like, no, I said, wash it, like, come with me, you clown. And I'm like, I, uh, I don't know what's so, going on anymore. So one hand has the clipper, one hand has an air compressor hose, and she's just <laughs> fucking ripping, dude. <laughs> Trying to quickly this dry is right everything after right I- before the clipper. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this, we don't do this. We don't do this. <laughs> Uh, oh, luckily, she salvaged it. She's a beast. Clara, that's bar- barbershop in uh, downtown uh, Miami. Hey, and that's the last me, time I'll ever see her. Clara's so never going to listen to this, but one of the girls that <clears throat> you didn't mention her name, but you talked about, she did listen to this, and you had her blushing. 
No, here's the problem. I thought you were going to say the other side. Both of them listened to this, which is not good. I, I don't think I knew about that. I didn't think I knew about that till recently Mo- either. Moving on. So really- moving on. <laughs> what do we do? Uh, She's like, I heard, I heard, I heard that love story podcast. Huh? Did you? While we were seeing each other. Huh. Pop. <clears throat> a little bit of business here. Let's get down to business. All right. Um, oh yeah. What did you did you intro? I think you did, right? Uh, I did. Yeah, but I mean, come on. We're, okay. we're halfway through. Um, Nivy. <laughs> Our, our friend Nivy says, you guys don't need a CEO for the media company. You need a chief of staff. Did you, do you know what a chief of staff is? When was our last podcast? What, what, what the fuck? Hey, we don't. Where, we, do people know what's happening? I don't. All right. Well, I guess we can start there. We're kind of all over the place, I guess. With We got shit everywhere. Well, but yeah. I, yeah. Chief of staff. I mean, we, we basically said originally in one of our shareholder letters, which is dope. It's to... All the awesome people we meet were just like Shane Mack was like, yo, throw them on an email list and blast them every two weeks with some updates. Get them invested in your journey. Like, that's brilliant, Shane Mack. Thank you. And then he hit, he, he keeps, he's just dropping knowledge bombs left and right. So I love him. But one of our earlier ones was, hey, we are going to hire a CEO for Smart Nonsense Media to become Clipped Media. They're going to run that so that we can focus on Clipped Marketplace, which is anyone in the world can find a video editor. Maybe we take some cut somehow. It's a lot more scalable. We want to work on that. So he responded to that shareholder letter like, hey, hey, dogs, uh, y'all are crazy. This shit's hard. We spent years trying to find a CEO to run AngelList or whatever it was that they were looking for. And we're like, hey, I don't even think I responded to him. I don't know what I said, but we got nah, Jack yeah. Attack in the back of our mind. <laughs> we might have ghosted him. That's tough. He's really just throwing it out there, huh? That's what happens. You got the lowest T, huh? What's going on with you? It's mild. It's mild. I just want to know what a chief of staff is. Because... Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, basically, he he was invested in the CEO side, said it was really hard. This next shareholder letter, we kind of say something similar. And this one, he responds, hey, I realize this thing kind of runs on its own. You just need a chief of staff to, like, help you, help you with it. But you don't need to be completely hands off. I don't fully know the difference. Did you watch the Matt Matri? No, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. But my understanding is a chief of staff would be, um, like a hardcore executive assistant who just like protects you from the onslaught of stuff that needs to get done. I think that's different than an operator. Right. Uh, but it is something that video. So Matt Montry, we just mentioned, he he wrote the CEO within the great CEO within. I didn't read it fully. I started it. It's it's a really in-depth guide to if you're running a multi-million or billion dollar company, how to run it. Uh, he's a brilliant guy. He advises all the top startups. So is this video. Uh, I forget the title of it. I just sent it to you, Belky, earlier. So you might. Uh, I guess I can I think it was just like, Chief of Staff, chief why of you need staff? one. Okay. It's basically like the the first hire that you should have earlier than hiring a CEO. Because hiring a CEO is a big move. Hiring a dope uh, chief of staff is sort of the intermediary waypoint. So we're like, oh, maybe we should do that. And they run it. And it's supposed to be some stud that's like this uh, Bain consultant that's a beast. 
and just wants to get close to something growing really fast. But I don't know if we could, we couldn't attract that at this point because we're just like, we just crossed a million dollars, but we're like nothing big. So no one's going to be like, oh, I want to follow these 24 year olds. That's super serious. I don't think. If it was like a giant tech startup, potentially. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. No, I mean, this is a really uh, this is a one man podcast. Huh? Reading Elon Musk. No, hey, we got another one behind you. What I'm learning reading Elon Musk's biography again is like, you can do anything with enough vision. If you if you put mm. in, if you infuse enough vision into what we're doing, yeah, you could really convince anyone. Um, I just think we're we're interested in building something else, so we're like, yeah, yeah, we'll just bring Jack in, and then he can run it. Well, I wonder how we can connect the visions here. Because that was something, uh, I don't know where I saw it related to Elon Musk, but it's, oh, it was Justin Kahn, I think, had a video. It was only like a minute, minute and a half, so it's beautiful. Uh, talking about Elon Musk and how his vision, like it's, everyone loves the company and dedicates so much time and energy because the vision is just so grand. And I think his vision is super easy. It's like, yo, we're going to make the human species interplanetary. Like that's a pretty fucking dope vision and then just everything is that one minor so it's kind of easy i don't know what ours is but i think with marketplace we can get to something like that um that kind of it's got to be super grand all of clip together also, towards we're that also vision. just we're getting yeah. to this point where when things are hard we're like they're literally building rockets to send people to mars we can't hire four more people it just like puts everything into perspective right. <laughs> I know it's it's a joke, and we've already <laughs> hired forty. So how is how is it so hard to hire just a couple more? Uh, yeah, no, it's a lot of things. That's his superpower is thinking big like that, and we, we try to pose a question to the team of, "Hey, say we wanted to hire twenty five animators, which is pretty much our current team. Like we wanted to double our team in January, posing this massive question: How do we do it? And we're just getting a lot of like marginal." Oh, what if we improve the perks? He's like, no, 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 no. I'm talking like Henry and I, we fly out. We're on the ground. We assemble a fucking army. People just go knocking, knocking on doors on to the doors. best editors. We go to the school. Like, Nico, where did you graduate? Let's go to that school and just tell everyone there. Like, Henry and I will literally fly there. What would it look like? And I, I don't know. I guess we could circle back. We didn't really push back on the, the sort of incremental thinking. We want like the, what is the radical 10x leap decision? that we can make uh so we we don't know yet but what we're realizing or i kind of did some back of envelope math but it's like an animator essentially makes us like two grand a month let's call it in profit and so multiply that it's like 25 grand a year say they're around for two years that's 50 grand um over two years you got to discount it a little bit but say like 40 grand they're worth to us right now if we hire them essentially we should be, if you do this uh, standard multiple of advertising, it's like, oh, your customer acquisition cost should be a third of the lifetime value of your customer. So what does that mean? So if the lifetime value, in our case, of an animator is $40,000, and that's a big assumption, a lot of variables, but say it's $40,000, we should be willing to spend up to a third of that to acquire that animator. And that's going to give us enough margin of safety where if anything goes wrong. So we should be spending almost 15 grand just to get a single animator. 
So if you were barely spending one grand for a referral bonus. Right, right. We're, we're massively undervaluing them, I think. So we can spend a lot more. And uh, that's kind of the philosophy like, hey, think big because we could actually put a lot of resources behind this. So we had this it's, buddy it's who you, you and him got in a big fight about our referral bonus because our referral bonus to our folks in the Philippines was equal to what Morgan, uh, yeah, what Morgan Stanley, uh. I always think Stanley Morgan or JP Morgan, what Morgan Stanley is paying their team. And you're like, dude, we should be paying more. Like we're, we're just, just crunch the numbers. What, first of all, what is Morgan Stanley doing? And then second of all, we should be spending right. like crazy to acquire these folks because of the upside. That's what I don't get. Actually, uh, I was uh, listening to My First Million this morning. They were talking about Peter Thiel. Like, what's the thing that you believe that most people don't? And I think not enough money is spent on hiring. Because mm-hmm. we have essentially the lowest value employee, more or less. Like, a Morgan Stanley employee... They're probably returning 10, 20, 30 grand plus a month in pure profit. So why aren't they spending half a million dollars to acquire an IES? Maybe they are. They kind of, they do have a lot of these programs, but my guess is they're not spending as much as they could or should. And the tech companies are. I think maybe they're not because they're, they're kind of, they're actually phenomenal at attracting all this talent. Uh, from Ivy League schools. So maybe they do dump a bunch of money into marketing. But probably the standard company isn't. Hey. Well, Pop. Um, that's all you got, I want, huh? No, I've got a couple other points, but we got some ledges to square uh, in seven minutes, I believe. That means we have a oh, meeting. What? Because, yeah, with Cam. Oh, that's in seven minutes? Yeah. So, uh, but to damn, tell we people this why, poorly, huh? we time this terribly, poorly, horribly well. Not well. Um, look, in life, people, everyone's got a ledge. We've talked about this. You give and you take. You should spend most of your time giving so that when you need something, it comes back around in good karma. Well, we've got three clients that we need to square the ledge. We need to refund them or help them find uh, new talent because we can't do their projects anymore. And this has been a big, big burden on our backs for a month. So, hey, uh, you got to figure out how to sleep more or something so you can get some energy. <laughs> but here's uh, here's the thing. I, I liked listening to, I don't know, I want to talk about this in the next podcast we do. But Naval, he breaks down all of economics. He's like, hey, there are only a couple core principles that you really need to care about. One of them is the prisoner's dilemma. This is more so in game theory. And what is it? It's basically in the short term, if you just you're playing one game, your incentive is to fuck the other person in the prisoner's dilemma. It's basically like, oh, if you rat on them, you will do well. Um, if they rat on you, they'll do well. But if you both don't rat on each other, you'll do the best. But you're never incentivized to both not rat on each other, essentially. Um, but that's in one-time game. So if you're playing once, fuck the other person. But in an infinite game, say you come back the next day and you have the choice again. Are you going to rat on them or are you going to do something bad? Then in that case... You don't want to fuck them. You're basically the the optimal theory, the optimal way to play the game is never fuck them unless they fuck you. Then you're going to fuck them for the rest of eternity afterward. So I think there's actually some ratio of where uh, like the current. It's the it's a third of something. It's like. 
the value of fucking them is like a third. I don't know. But basically, uh, like, for example, with my haircut, she could fuck me because I'm never coming back there. Whereas if I told her, hey, I have a bunch of friends that are going to come through. Plus, I'm going to live here for the next four years. She's much less incentivized to fuck me. She's want to make a good relationship. Easy the value is a lot higher. Um, long term. So that's kind of what games. we're doing with our current clients is uh, we could, in theory, be like, hey, we're just contractors. We're just going to stop working. Good luck. Try and find a video team. But we're like, these people are awesome. We want to be awesome. We're trying to still be connected in the long term. So let's let's figure out how to make them better, make them square, but only square, like a bigger square. Uh, so we're we're just trying to find that them goes for our internal team too, to take our right? place. When it comes to severance. Like a lot of places right. in the States, it's like, boom, today, actually, Sean just reacted to this uh, CEO firing uh, 15% of their uh, workforce at better.com. And he's just like, boom, today, effective immediately, you're gone. And we're like, right. you know, we care about our, our team. And if we do part ways for any number of reasons, we're going to pay you this much. We're going to help you find this job. We're going to make the transition uh, make sense for both of us. So that's okay. I'll wrap on this. But uh, with. Derek Sivers, his book, his original book, uh, Anything You Want, he was talking about his first job. He was like, oh, I'm going to quit. Or one of, yeah, he was going to quit his first job. And he found his replacement, trained him. So when he was leaving, he's like, hey, I'm leaving, but here's my replacement. And the boss was like, oh, fuck, okay. And then when Derek Sivers, later on in his life, had his own company, someone told him, hey, I'm leaving. Here's my two-week notice. He's like, okay, who have you hired and trained? He's like, what do you mean? I'm just leaving. That's your job. It's like, what? So in in our stance, like this is what I did with Todd, just like always trying to leave someone in a better place. You're like, oh, hey, I found you a backup animator. I have to go, even though I don't have to do this for you. I'm just like, I think you would benefit from it. Uh, so that's uh, play long term games I had some with long term uh, people. Play, yeah. How about that? All right. Well, I guess we'll shoot another podcast because this was like 15 minutes. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> no call to action.